RHS English Othello Podcasts Act 1, Scene 1 From the opening of the play and Iago's first words we get an insight into one of the play's most prominent themes jealousy Iago, whilst talking with Rodrigo outside Brabancho's house explains why he feels slighted by Othello Michael Cassio having been chosen as Othello's lieutenant instead of Iago. Iago explains that three great ones of the city, in personal suit to make me his lieutenant, off cap to him, and by the faith of man, I know my price, I am worth no worse a place. He clearly has a high opinion of himself, suggesting that he was the obvious choice as Othello's lieutenant. It is with no little bitterness, then, that he reports that, Certes, says he, I have already chosen my officer. And what was he? Forsooth, a great arithmetician, one Michael Cassio, a Florentine, a fellow almost damned in a fair wife, that never set a squadron in the field, nor the division of a battle nose, more than a spinster. He is positively incandescent that he has been passed over for promotion, and, worse still, that such a man has taken his place. His jealousy of Cassio is evident, caricaturing him as a scholar, a woman, and an academic, anything but a soldier. His subsequent swipe, mere prattle without patience is all his soldiership, confirms his bitterness. Learned and noble Cassio might be, but he has not served time in the battlefield beside Othello as Iago has. This is a grievous slight in Iago's eyes. His years of service have been repaid by betrayal. Shakespeare allows us a glimpse of a bitter, wounded Iago at this point. From his speech, we can conclude that this is not a situation he's going to take lying down. By opening in this way, we immediately witness the powerful emotions that will punctuate the tragedy. Iago's jealousy is not confined to his bitterness at losing out on a promotion. As the scene progresses, we see his hatred for those who are happy or, at the very least, happier than he is. When encouraging Rodrigo to reveal Desdemona's relationship with Othello to her father, Burbancho, he advises, Call up her father, rouse him, make after him, poison his delight, proclaim him in the street, Incense her kinsman, and though he in a fertile climate dwell, plague him with flies. Though that his joy be joy, yet throw such chances of vexation on it as it may lose some colour. In revealing the affair, he practically relishes the unhappiness it will bring to Desdemona's father. Brabantio, as a powerful noble with a beautiful daughter, certainly seems to personify success. Iago could be excused his jealousy towards such a man, but his emotional tirade reveals a pitiless desire to demolish the perfect situation he perceives. Shakespeare, by providing another illustration of Iago's extreme envy, quickly draws an illustration of an intense and angry character. It is Iago's desire, perhaps, to bring Barbancho closer to his own position in life by damaging the noble's reputation rather than improving his own. The staging of the scene, not necessarily in Shakespeare's original folio, where Brabantio appears above at a window, serves to enforce the idea of Brabantio as a man who is greater than Iago.
Alongside the theme of jealousy are those of revenge, betrayal and deceit. Iago's resentment is conveyed successfully via Shakespeare's characterisation throughout the opening scene. His desire for revenge through deceit is also exposed. Having listened to Iago's anger at his lack of promotion, Rodrigo declares that I would not follow him then. Iago somewhat ominously responds, O sir, content you. I follow him to serve my turn upon him. We cannot all be masters, nor all masters cannot be truly followed. Shakespeare is showing a darker side to Iago's character. He is shrewd in his thinking, preferring to remain as Othello's trusted friend, honest Iago, rather than revealing his true feelings towards him. The setting, a street in Venice at night, now seems most fitting, dark times for dark business. What better place for someone who delights in concealment than the gloom and shadows of darkness? Appearance versus reality is an important idea here, as Iago advises Rodrigo that it is more fruitful to keep your cards close to your chest rather than to lay your hand down rashly. This suggests a somewhat paradoxical, though certainly admirable, quality to Iago's character. Such an intense emotional character is also striking by his measured, calm methodology. Whilst incandescent at the situation regarding his advancement, he is cool and reflective when plotting his revenge. Shakespeare must surely want the audience to fret over their feelings for this character. Can we wholeheartedly despise someone so devious, yet judicious? Iago may be seen, in this case, as an admirable individual. However, Shakespeare, through dialogue, muddies the waters, making it difficult for the audience to get a clear view of his true character. Whilst Iago is a verbose individual, limiting Rodrigo to only a few lines between his own lengthy speeches, he is not consistently well-mannered. Warning Brabancho of his daughter's affair, he reports that an old black ram is tupping your white ewe. This is an unnecessarily lurid image. Iago, in this instance, is not a polite and eloquent individual, here choosing to adopt the vocabulary of a sheep farmer. The striking contrast of colour, black and white, serves to emphasise Othello's difference and hints at a racist repulsion at the notion of a black man courting a white woman. His interpretation of Othello as an animal continues where he warns Brabancho that you'll have your daughter covered with a Barbary horse, you'll have your nephews nay to you, you'll have courses for cousins and genets for Germans. This prepares us in some way for this final flourish, conjuring the image of the two lovers making the beast with two backs. Such rude speech paints a very undesirable picture of Iago. It is unsurprising, then, that Brabancho responds, What profane wretch are thou? Just as Brabancho cannot identify Iago, so too the audience finds it difficult to compartmentalise him. In just one scene, Shakespeare has successfully portrayed Iago's enigmatic character. As he deceives and manipulates the characters in the play, so he toys with the audience. Now it's your turn. For your own pair paragraph, consider Brabantio's speech near the end of the scene, 
lines 160 to line 166. You should focus on how Shakespeare uses this character to convey the themes of deceit and betrayal. It might be a good idea to relate these points to those made about Iago. A topic sentence could be something like, Shakespeare also uses another character, Brabantio, to examine the themes of betrayal and deceit. Remember, when you're writing a pair paragraph, to provide only a very brief summary of what is happening. Focus on your analysis and relating what you say to the central concerns or themes of the text. Here's the extract. It is too true an evil. Gone she is, and what's to come of my despised time is naught but bitterness. Now, Rodrigo, where dost thou see her? O oh, unhappy girl, with the moor sayest thou? Who would be a father? How dost thou know t'was she? Oh, she deceives me past thought. What said she to you? Get more tapers, raise all my kindred. Are they married, think you? 